Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hi, Esme. How are you? Hi, Esther. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you. I bet the listeners are wondering what on earth is going on. Where is Bola? Who are these two ladies? <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, I've taken over the podcast before, so this will be my second time, but it'll be with you. Oh, amazing. I think this is our first time together, right, on the podcast? Yes, yes, it is. Oh, I'm so excited. So, um, hey, Clever Girls, no podcast listeners. So today is Team Clever Girl Finance podcast takeover. If you are part of the Clever Girl Finance community, then you would have interacted with myself and Yasmer at some point, whether it's through the um, course community or within our Facebook community or even on our social media and YouTube platforms. So today, Yasmer and I, we're going to share our story. And it really is to give you, the listeners, some insight into what our financial journey has been like so far. And one of the things that has helped me on my journey is hearing the stories of other women um, and just really hearing about their ups and downs and how they have stayed motivated. I found that that helps me to stay inspired and it also motivates me um, to keep striving for my financial goals. So Yasmin, please tell us, you know, why would you like to share your story with the listeners today? Yes. So um, I would love to share my story because um, even though it's, um, it's unique to me, a lot of um, women out there are going to similar things. So I feel like, it, you know, our, our stories could be relatable and hopefully women will get inspired by all of our uh, money mistakes and our uh, accomplishments. Absolutely. And um, I definitely have had my fair share of money mistakes <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm always open to share them. So Yasmin and I are going to be asking ourselves a set of questions and we're hoping that through the questions that you will not only get to know us more in our journey, but you'll be able to resonate with our story. And if you're someone who has just started their financial journey, then we hope that this will be a confirmation to you that you've made the right choice. And if you've been on your financial journey and, you know, you've had your ups and downs, you've had your fair share of money mistakes and wins, we hope that this will inspire you to keep on going to achieve your dreams. 
So Yasmin, would you like to kick off with the first question? Yes, my first question to you, Esther, is um, to please share your before and after money story. Oh, wow. Where do I start with this? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, I, w- I would say that my, my financial journey really started in my late 30s. So I've always been great at earning money, like in my nine to five jobs, um, but mm-hmm. I was never great at managing the money that I earned. So I found that as I went for promotions, as I got a pay rise, I was getting into more debt, I was spending more and I was saving less. So you know where you think that, oh, if I earn more money, then that will kind of solve my financial challenges. Mm-hmm. It never really solved it for me, it actually made it worse. And so in 2017, I found Clever Girl Finance and I joined the accountability group. And I'm telling you, it has been the best decision that I have ever made in my entire life. And I don't say that lightly, um, because if you think about it, I spent my entire life struggling with managing money, um, being in debt, having no savings, having anxiety and often feeling stressed just around anything to do with money. Um, But since I joined Clever Girl, I joined the community and I took it really serious. You know how sometimes like you join things like you join the gym and you kind of go for a few months and then you slip off. A few days. (laughs) A few days. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) That's you. So I really took it serious. Like I took every course, every coaching call, everything that Bola said, every resource, every worksheet you know, and since then I've been able to pay off all my debts and I started saving. I have better control of my money. I really love and enjoy budgeting now. And I was even able to buy my first property in May. So that's been, you know, my before and after story. And I'm not done yet because as you Mm -hmm. might agree that, you know, when it comes to personal finance, it's not a one-stop shop. It's not, Mm -hmm. oh, I just save this amount of money and then I'm done. So it really is a lifestyle and I'm looking forward to, you know, what else I'm going to achieve in the future. What about you? Very nice. Well, um, my money story is uh, quite funny, I think. Um, So I I come from a Dominican family and um, my mom and my dad were polar opposites when it came to money. My dad was about working hard and saving Whereas my mom was about working and spending the money, not really prioritizing savings. So when I was younger, like late teens, early 20s, I excited with my mom. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting this money. I'm going to spend it. I'm going to buy people gifts. And then I would end up um, broke and in debt. And then um, I decided, you know what? I'm going to be more like dad um and and save money so i um i was reading a lot about personal finance at the time and um i remember one day i picked up the money magazine um from like Barnes and nobles and um i was flipping through the pages and i saw a picture of bola um which was unusual because um unfortunately um there's not a lot of 
or at the time there weren't a lot of people of color talking about mm. personal finance and money. And then I learned about her Clever Girl Finance platform and I joined. And like you, Esther, I feel like that was the best decision I've ever made. Um, mm. I was very active on Facebook sharing my wins um, and sharing my when things didn't work out and why. And um, I think that caught the eye of Bola and she reached out to me to join the team. Um, and I'm just so, so, so happy to be here. Um, so thankful to be a part of Team Clever Girl Finance. Yay. And I think we we started working together, I think around about the same time. So it has been a number of years and yeah. it's been so great just seeing, you know, um, seeing your journey and seeing how much you've grown and how committed you are and, you know, how you're able to use your journey to help the women in the community. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great stuff. So um, I'd like to ask you, um, what was the biggest challenge or lesson that you've learned on your financial journey? Oh, that's a good question. Um, the biggest challenge for me was um, getting paid what I am worth. Um, mm. I spent a decade at a job um, where I gave it my all. I was the first one in, last one out. And um, I wasn't really paid what I deserved. And I, and I felt that way, but I felt at the time, if I asked for a raise, how would that look on me? Would I look like, would this look bad? Like, would I look greedy? Um, those thoughts came to mind. So I spent a, a decade at this job until um, I found I found out that um, another employee doing similar uh, job as me was getting paid more. And um, oh wow, yeah, I uh, decided. Well, I'm not gonna ask for a raise because I've been here too long. I think it's time for me to leave. <laughs> um, and I got another job where I got a. $15,000 pay increase, um, which was a huge deal for me. Um, and I recently um, found a new job and I practiced asking for more and I succeeded. So I just have to tell myself um, in the future that the worst thing they can say is no. Um, but, and then really, really like believe and show and that, that I do have value when it comes to asking for raise. I absolutely love that. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's so important for us as women to mm-hmm. um, learn and develop our financial literacy because it really does build our money confidence. And so mm-hmm. if we're confident in money, then we're confident to ask for what we want and what we need. So well done mm-hmm. and congratulations to you for that. Thank you. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> So I would say that I'd say that my biggest challenge has been saying no to friends and Mm. family and people in general. Um, That's something that I found really difficult and I still struggle with it from time to time. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm a lot more stronger now in saying no and just explain why I'm saying no. Um, Mm. I, you know, used to have a PhD in people pleasing And because, (laughs) 
because I've had like a stable job and I was earning money and Mm -hmm. like um, I don't have children at the moment. So it's like friends and family, they just kind of see you as this bank, you know, that Mm -hmm. if they're ever stuck or they need money, they can just come to you. And oftentimes if I was able to help them, it wasn't money that I had saved. It was my rent money or it was my bills money. Mm. And so after some time, I just became a little bit resentful. Um, Mm. And yeah, I just became resentful and angry at them. But then I realized it's not their Mm. fault. You know, one, I'm not being honest about where I am at. So I'm looking like I'm rich, but I'm clearly not rich on the Mm. inside. And so when I decided to just open up and tell them, look, I have debt and I have no savings. I'm not in a position to give you any money. Um, And just really walk in my truth. Um, So that's really kind of helped me. And that's been my biggest lesson is not feeling obliged Mm -hmm. to say yes to the things that I want to say no to. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That's something that I've struggled um, with as well, especially as I became better with money. Um, Mm. Family members mostly would come to me to ask for money. Um, And at first I would do it, but then I figured, oh my gosh, I am self-sabotaging myself and my finances. So um, yeah, like you, I practiced um, saying no and it was hard, but the more I did it, the easier it became. And there's times where... I do explain why I can't. And there's just times where I'm like, no, <laughs> that's it. No explanation. Just <laughs> keep on moving. But yeah, I'm not I think explaining I, nothing. <laughs> yes. But I think uh, a lot of people, um, especially women, can relate to that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one, especially where like as women, you know, we tend to be very caring and we want to be helpful, but there's times where you know, you just can't. And it's just Mm. the reality, especially when you start your financial journey. Most people are in debt, they have no savings, they are spending more than what they earn. And so Mm. just starting at that place where you're saying no to things that are not essential expenses, you know, it will be difficult, but it will definitely help you to move forward in your financial goals. Right, right. Exactly. So Yasmeh, so enough of all of that story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd love to know, like, because, you know, we're both um, a part of the Clever Girl Finance community Mm -hmm. and we both started our financial journey there not so long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Please share with us, what's your favorite Clever Girl Finance course? My favorite would have to be the course on investing. Um, I'm really big on that. And it's something that over the years I developed a passion for just because it is the best tool to build wealth. And I think that a lot of people um, go on with life not knowing that. Um, So I do my best to um, share with people my knowledge on investing, I often um, tell them go to Clever Girl Finance. There is an entire course on investing. Um, I think that was one of the first ones I took um, when I was a uh, part of Clever Girl Finance member. Um, but yeah, that is definitely my favorite. Yeah, it is. It's it's a really good, really good course. Um, 
I would say that my favorite is, oh gosh, and I've taken all of them. Um, it's hard to pick one, but my favorite is the Transform Your Mindset Bundle. Um, mm. it, it's really good f- for giving you that fa- foundational kind of teaching when it comes to money management. So it covers budgeting, saving, money mindset, and also how you can create a debt repayment strategy. Um, So Mm -hmm. for me, I kind of needed all of those things all at once because, um, like I said, I was spending more than what I was earning. I had debt and I needed to save and Mm -hmm. I also needed to work on my money mindset. So that really helped me to get started and to also establish the core financial principles that I needed. I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to like money management, sometimes they want like a microwave recipe and it doesn't work that way. You literally have to go back to basic and Mm -hmm. really focus on giving yourself a strong financial foundation and build on that as opposed to trying to like, you know, go for like the fancy things in money management, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just earning money or just investing or, you know, all these other things. So that really helped me. And that definitely is one of my favorite. Yeah. I think that was one of the first ones I took. I didn't jump straight Mm. into investing, but, um, yeah, because at the time I, I knew I needed to improve my money situation at the time. So, um, I remember taking that course and it was extremely helpful. Mm. Um, so on to the next question, um, which is your favorite Clever Girl Finance book and why? Oh my goodness. This question is like asking me, who do you like, your mom or your husband? (laughs) It's like, I don't know which one to pick. Um, (laughs) So I love all three books, right? I absolutely love all three books. I have them in my library. Um, My favorite would definitely be book one. Definitely be book one, um, Ditch Debt, Save Money and Build Real Wealth. And again, like it just gives you everything that you need in terms of getting started. And it's a book that I refer to even years later. Um, and I can just open it up. I can open up the section on debt and I could be like, and what I love about it is that each chapter of the book has a set of questions you know, that you can use as an activity for your Mm -hmm. um, finance or as a checklist. So I often go back to the questions at the end of each chapter and just see, you know, which area have I fallen back, back, you know, back on or Mm -hmm. um, which areas do I need to focus more on? So Mm -hmm. I absolutely love book one. And of late, I have fallen in love with the side hustle book um, (laughs) because... (laughs) Um, you know, since paying off my debt and just really having bigger goals, like I do need to earn more income, but I don't want to just go and get another day job. I want Mm -hmm. to build a business that, you know, I can love and kind of do on my own terms. So Mm -hmm. I've also found um, the side hustle book really useful. What about you? Yeah. um, When I saw this question, I was like, that's like asking me, which is my favorite (laughs) child? (laughs) hard but oh gosh I think you know where I'm going with this Um, my favorite (laughs) is the clever girl finance learn how investing works grow your money because it is all about investing um I have my book and it's 
fill with a lot of um, sticky notes and tabs because I like to go back to it. Um, Bola did an amazing job at um, simplifying terms because um, I'm not, I, I've been investing for many years, but I wouldn't say that I am an, an expert. I'm, I'm always going to be a student um, and I'm always going to try to find what's anything new that I don't know about investing. Um, so that's my favorite. But like you, Esther, I um, I am falling in love with the side hustle guy, guide um, because um, I, I too, you know, don't want to be working for someone else forever. I would like to um, own my own business someday. So there are a lot of great tips on there on how to get started, uh, what you should familiarize yourself with before um, starting in a business. And not to mention, um, it's written by Bola, who has a successful business. So she offers a lot of great tips on there. And I, I highly recommend this book. Yeah. And one of the things I love about all of the books is also how she is able to um, share other women's stories as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I love hearing people's stories I mentioned because I learned so much um, in hearing about their story, but you get to, you know, hear how business works for different mm -hmm. people and different niches, um, mm -hmm. which is great. And yeah, like Bola's an amazing businesswoman. And as yes. you could probably testify, like working with her, she She's just so on point, you know, very professional. Yes. She's a great team leader, a great visionary. And guys, we're not just saying this because, you know, we, she's we, we're a part of Clever Girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or she's listening. It really is the no. truth. Um, yes. And, you know, I absolutely count it a privilege to be a part of this community, a part of this team, to have such an amazing leader and someone who is all about helping women to achieve financial success. Um, so yeah, guys, like if you haven't got the books, then you, that has to be at the top of your Christmas list gift for yes. yourself. So even before you think about gifting other people, gift yourself something great this year. Um, mm -hmm. you can get the books on Amazon. You can even go on the Clever Girl Finance shop and you can get them there. I have a hard copy of all the books and I have them all on Audible. So I switch between reading and I switch between listening to them. And also you can order them from your library as well. If your library doesn't have them, you can put in a request um, to get them brought in so that you can read the book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, great. Um, so my next question is, how do you keep yourself accountable, motivated and focused on your financial goals? Oh, this we're getting to the serious question now. Now are we? <laughs> yeah, we went from fun to serious again. Um, I would say I've just I've learned to keep like things very simple when it comes to my financial management mm -hmm. because you know how sometimes we can complicate things. So for me, it really is just budgeting it consistently. And my budget isn't perfect from month to month, but I've learned mm -hmm. the secret is doing it every single month. Whether you go over, you don't go over, whether you stick to it, you don't stick to it. It's literally me sitting down every single month looking at my numbers. And mm -hmm. I find that as long as I do that, then I'm, I, I'm likely to stay on track. Um, 
also setting myself goals, like having Mm -hmm. an objective for my money, having an end goal, you know, like Mm -hmm. what is all this for kind of thing? Like, what do I want to achieve at the end? Mm -hmm. And I would say finally, just sharing my goals, um, just with like my friends, my husband, and also in our community, you know, we Mm -hmm. regularly share our goals and just staying accountable, not just to other people, but also to myself. That's how I keep myself accountable, motivated and focused on my financial goals. What about you? Yeah, I do um, similar things as you, um, Esther. I um, I share my goals really, um, oh my gosh, with no one <laughs> because I feel like I am the personal finance enthusiast, like the only one. Um, but, you know, sometimes I'll go in and, like on social media and um, I'm inspired by um, a lot of um, women that have accomplished a lot. Um, And I'm almost on their social media like daily. (laughs) I keep myself motivated that way. Um, I say to myself, I, I can do, I can do that too. I can accomplish the same too. And the way I keep myself accountable. um, Well, I recently hired a, certified financial planner it's um temporary because i'm the type that i'm very hands-on with my finances but i said to myself you know it wouldn't hurt um for someone to look at my unique situation and offer um tips and advice on um improvements that i can make so uh, if it's a uh it's, it's a great investment for myself for now and the future I love that. I love that. And I feel like, you know, your financial planner is going to be so happy because you've done the legwork, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you've you've got the mindset and you're going to be in a position to kind of know what you want from them because, you know, you've been on the journey yourself. So, yeah, let us know how that that goes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I met with him um, this week and um, we set up goals. Mm. And uh, we're going to really create a bl- blueprint next next time we meet and how to achieve those goals. So I'm very excited. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for you. And I love that you are doing it like before the end of the year. So you're mm-hmm. walking into the new year with your clear set of goals and what you're going to work on. Exactly. I'm not the type that waits until January 1st to start my goals. Like, <laughs> If I have a goal, I try to start it immediately. Not not January 1st, not on a Monday, no, (laughs) right away. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So um, Yasmin, tell us, please, um, what's the one advice that you would give your younger self? If you were, you know, talking back to your 16, 17 or 20 year old self, what would you say Mm -hmm. to her? I would say stop saying yes. Um, Stop saying yes to um, giving your money away, giving your time away. Um, It was exhausting. Um, It was it was exciting, inducing to um, to know that I'm in debt or that I have just too much on my schedule. And it wasn't until my late twenties, I'm 33 right now. Um, and it wasn't until my late twenties when I'm just like, okay, it's okay 
to say no to the things you cannot do um, mm. and be a little selfish. Um, so if I would go back to my 15, 20 year old self, um, that's the advice I, I, I would get. Just uh, learn how to say no and you can avoid mm. all of the <laughs> troubles later. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's so true. It really is. Um, I would definitely do the same. And I think in addition to that, I would say to myself, pay yourself first, Esther. I think mm-hmm. if I had just been saving and, you know, investing 10% of my income from when I had my first job at the age of 16, Mm-hmm. I would probably be a millionaire by now or I'll probably be retired oh, yeah. in the Car- Caribbean somewhere <laughs> or in Florida somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. Like I wish I I had known about that. Um you know, if I if I save and invest my my money even if it was just 10% of my income. Um yeah, I would definitely be re- retired <laughs> by now. And and I think it's like for any young person listening if you're able to start early, you don't have to do as much because you have more time. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't know where we get this idea from as like young people that if we save or if we invest, we're almost like robbing ourselves from enjoying life. But you mm-hmm. can actually do both. You just have to be conservative about it and not see your paycheck as, you know, 100 percent. So if you mm-hmm. get paid like $3,000 a month, don't think of that $3,000 being your money to spend. Think of it as you only have, you know, $2,700 and the $300 is yours to save and, and invest, just something like that. And I think mm-hmm. if I had if I had implemented that from a young age, um, I think it would have really helped me and given me sort of more choices as I got older, like more choices in terms of what job I would apply for because I realized that most of the jobs I applied for it was just because I need a job like I need to pay my bills so Mm -hmm. I need to just get a job whereas you know if I was putting money aside I could have maybe you know taken longer because I know I had savings to really look for the kind of job that I'll enjoy Mm -hmm. so yeah it would definitely be paying myself first from a very young age yes Definitely. Okay, Esther, next question for you is, what do you love about being a part of Clever Girl Finance team? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Where do I start with this? Um, I just, what do I love about it? I just love how human our team is. Like, it's, it's, it's the one it's not like my day job in the sense that like my day job, Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of there to do a job. And Mm -hmm. obviously like we're there to do a job, but it's very human. Like I feel like I'm working with real human beings Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all have a passion for um, financial education. We have a passion for supporting women to develop their financial literacy. Um, We all have a passion for our own goals. So I love Mm -hmm. just how unified the team is. Mm-hmm. I love how, you know, we love our job, like we love what we're doing and we are all creative in our ways and we're able to use our skills and talent, you know, to mm-hmm. help other women. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. I, I've <laughs> never worked for, um, or worked in a place where 
everyone is aligned with mm. the uh, vision and the mission. Um, so I love that. But I, I would say my favorite thing is the fact that I am pushed to do the things that I'm scared of. For example, this podcast, <laughs> because <laughs> I am a very shy, introverted person. But um, here I push myself to do the scary things because I know that there's at least one person um, that will benefit from this, from um, us talking about money and sharing our mm-hmm. stories. Um, you know, I I did a video series too with Bola, which I'm like, <laughs> don't like to be in front of cameras um, either. But yeah, it's 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 been pushing myself to um, do the things that I'm scared of for a good cause. Um, and then I love working with my coworkers. We chat almost daily on Slack, yep. which is yep. great. And we share our goals and, and um, we check in on each other and how we're doing with our goals. And it, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It is. It is. It, it really is a lot of fun. Um, so I guess before we sort of end, or we are going to end now, but I mm-hmm. think it would be great for us to share some of our goals for next year. Um, yeah. What are you looking forward to? Well, I guess you're starting your goals this year, but what goals are you looking yes. forward to in the upcoming months and year? Yeah, so um, I am looking forward to paying down my student loans as much as possible um it's a debt that is just hovering over my head and I wouldn't like not to have that's something I'm currently working with my financial planner um to set up uh, a way to pay that off in the next one to two years and at the same time my goal is to continue investing and um but definitely to save more because I do want to become a homeowner um, in the foreseeable future, um, aiming for end of next year, um, but would love if it'll be sooner. Wouldn't mind if it's like 2023, but yeah, I really want to hone in on saving for a down payment for a home. Yay. And I hope you invite me to the, um, housewarming party. Yes, of (laughs) course. If you fly over, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm, you know, uh, for those who don't know, Esther is in um, the UK, um, and I'm here in New York City. And um, Esther, you you and I have never met in person, but no, we haven't. I um yeah, I one of my goals too is to travel. So one of the first place I want to go is the UK, and I'm gonna let yeah. you know so we can meet up. <laughs> definitely, definitely come yeah. come in the summer. Come in the summer. Oh, You'd absolutely it's the best time. Love it. Yeah, I think so anyway, but yeah, Um, there'll be lots to do and lots of places to go. Oh, nice, nice. I'll let you know. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm really excited about your goals and I know that you are going to slay them and you're going to do amazingly well because you're very focused and, you know, you know what you need and you've got the support there with your planner. You also have us as well for keeping you accountable. So I will be checking in on those goals. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so I guess for me, my goals are, are you know, they're quite, they're just two because I find as well the less, I try to just have big audacious goals and focus on mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. So my two big audacious goal is to finally have my six months emergency fund. Um, mm-hmm. So I have some of it, but I really want to get to that six months mark. And mm-hmm. also just to grow my side business as well. Um, so that I'm able to bring in that extra income. So like yourself, so that I can start investing and just really get into that place where I'm enjoying more of my money on the things that I like. So Mm. I love to eat. I love to go on holiday. Mm. I love being at home. So I'm always buying things for the house. Mm. (laughs) And like, it's not because I'm trying to improve my finances that I want to Um, neglect those things so I want to be in a position where I can have my cake and eat it too Mm -hmm. Um, so really just working hard to grow my business and bring in more income Mm -hmm. and I love that you say that your goals are audacious what was the word that you Mm -hmm. used yeah audacious audacious Audacious, yes Um, I love that you that you said that because a lot of us are scared to dream big Um, we're scared to dream about owning a home I know I was scared a a few years ago because oh everything is expensive and uh, the housing Mm. market is going up and you know I'm just tuning those things out Um, I I pay attention to them but I I I tend to tune them out just focus on my goal and Mm. and you know imagining me in my home um, decorating and stuff like that to keep me motivated. Um, mm. and I think that that's, a, a lot of, um, people struggle with that. They're, they're scared of failing, but you don't Ooh. know, you don't yeah, know if you you're going to fail, right? You don't know if you're going to fail. And, and we just have that mindset, like, Oh, what if I mm. fail? And then we don't say, well, what if I do succeed? Mm. so I want I want a lot of um, our listeners to to uh, take that take that um, advice away and let it sink in and and yeah don't be afraid to dream big Mm. oh thank you so much for that reminder Um, (laughs) yes think big dream big and keep pushing Um, Mm -hmm. for sure yes so Yasme, this brings us to a close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope in the future that you and I will be able to do another podcast takeover. It's been so much fun. Yes. Yes. I'm thinking next year around the same time we can, um, or maybe mid-year, we can share with everyone how we're doing on our goals. I think that would be great. Yeah, I think if we get enough enough listeners, if the listeners share this podcast and we get mm-hmm. enough downloads, then maybe Bola will have us back. <laughs> yes, yes. Please, please share this podcast with your friends. Definitely. Okay, so that's it from us. Um, be sure to stop by um, at the Clever Girl Finance um, course platforms, clevergirlfinance.com. And if you want to hang out with Yasme and I, then you can find us in the Facebook community, in the course community, and on our social media platforms at Clever Girl yes. Finance. Look forward to seeing everyone there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, 
You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.